is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, it's Thursday here on the program. You know what that means? We got... AEW Dynamite to talk about here today, and a lot happened on Dynamite. We have the World Championship vacated, which was going to happen one way or the other, because CM Punk is injured and is going to be out a long, long time if he ever returns. Six-man titles vacated, which tells me there's a feeling that whatever's going on may be going on for a while. Investigations, potential legal issues. So we have new AEW World Six-Man Tag Team Champions. We can tell you about that. And a lot of build towards the upcoming Arthur Ashe show, which is two weeks away. So we can talk about Dynamite here tonight. A lot to talk about there. The injury update on CM Punk. Jake Hager has re-signed Malachi Black. All the best to Malachi Black. He's been pulled from some indie lineups, quote, due to health issues. We'll tell you about that. And uh, the Raw Show Monday, we've got the ratings in. And I was, uh, I mean, I was not like, uh, you know, super blown away, excited by that Raw Show. But um, did good. Did a good number. And, uh... Like a shockingly good number, actually. It was like the show was bad, but these Triple H shows, I mean, they're not bad and they're not stupid, but it's not like they're super exciting blow-away shows every week. They're simple shows, we're building to the pay-per-views, good matches, etc., etc. And uh, this was a simple show. I mean, there's some good wrestling, but it wasn't like a, hey, this is happening, this big angle, blah, blah, blah. Still did a very good number. So people are watching... And uh, who would have thought? Acceptable pro wrestling show, often good, doing better. Anyway, back in a moment, talk a story, Observer Life. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. Also, WrestlingObserver.com. You seem amused. I'm going to tell, tell you all a story, everybody. Uh-oh. The Ballad of the Thug Bucks. You heard that one? 
No. Okay. The bug bucks? Yeah, yeah, they uh they spammed the door with super kicks and knocked that thing off the hinges and then Brandon <laughs> Cutler sprayed it with a cold spray. Listen, everybody, I didn't even really want to talk about this. I, I thought about it. I was like, should I really even address this? Because if is I do. Is this a thing? Wait, hold on. This no, is let me get to it. Thing. Let me get to it. All right. I was like, should I even address this? Because if I do, all these nerds are going to go, oh, he's chosen sides. Uh, listen, some of you have already chosen sides. So, like, if you've already chosen your side, like, just go listen to another podcast. Because I know there's a podcast out there that will tell you whatever your side is, okay? I'm just trying to tell you the facts all right so yesterday and i don't even know where this came from but i got an idea the story suddenly came out the young bucks kicked down that door (laughs) okay now i mean listen i wasn't i wasn't there for the fight okay i wasn't there but you know what i you know where i was i was like I don't even know how far away I was from the locker room, but it wasn't that far. I was in the building, in the bowels of the now arena, the catacombs. And uh, I'll just start, I'll just, you know, this is not the Old West, and there were like two wooden swinging doors or some plywood door or something like that. Bro, these were big, thick metal doors, okay? You ain't going and kicking that door down. Now, even if you go, well, you know, it's two guys, you know, that double super kick and a V-trigger, they might have taken that door down. Listen, where did this story come from? Sunday night, okay, Sunday night I heard uh, what happened, various stories from people that were affiliated with both sides, however you want to term it. People that were sympathetic to Punk and people that were sympathetic to the Bucks. Okay, I heard the uh, I heard versions from both sides. I heard versions from both sides Monday. I heard versions from both sides Tuesday. Okay, some of the versions were a little bit different. Okay, but certain things were not disputed by either side. Nobody Sunday night disputed that CM Punk threw the first punch. It was disputed as to why, and what I heard Sunday, and what I heard Monday, and what I heard Tuesday from the punk side was the Bucks entered the room aggressively, okay? But Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, nobody, nobody from either side said the Young Bucks kicked the door down. Nobody. Then Wednesday, they've kicked the door down. Listen, there ain't much funny about the story, but I laughed at the story of the Young Bucks kicking down this five-inch steel door. I mean, bro, come on. If you have chosen your side, if you have chosen your side, fine, okay? If you are sympathetic to punk, You know, there is a story from their side that you can go with. But now they kicked down. They didn't kick down the door. Nobody said they kicked down the door. Nobody from Punk's side said they kicked down the door. Nobody from, obviously, the Buck side said that they kicked down the door. Nobody kicked down the door. Now, here's another one. People are going to go, oh, Brian's defending the Bucks. I'm not defending the Bucks. I'm just trying to tell you what 
happened from both sides, okay? The other one I heard was, well, you know, they didn't kick down the door, but they entered the room, and it was three on one, and thus, you know, Punk had to do what he did. Okay, listen. I don't know how they entered the room, except that they didn't kick down the door. But it wasn't three on one. If you're a defender of Punk and you want to say that they aggressively entered and he felt he had to defend himself, that's fine, okay? Maybe that's what happened. We're all going to find out when they when they interview everybody and they do their but what is factually incorrect is that it was ever 3 on 1. What did Ace Steel just materialize out of thin air once it hit the fan? There were many people in the room when the Young Bucks came in. I can't give you the exact number. But it was close to, if not, a half dozen. Punk was not in there all by himself. There were multiple people in the room. The Young Bucks didn't come into the room alone. They came in with the head of legal. She didn't help kick the door down, okay? I understand people have decided who's at fault and everything like that. They're investigating this, and we will find out who they believe in the end was at fault, okay? But it does not help matters to make up stories about the Young Bucks kicking the door down, Punk being one-on-three as he's in the room alone. He wasn't, okay? There were people in the room, a number of them. More people came in, and, you know, it was from multiple sources. It was three to five seconds before there were tons of people in that room. So this isn't, no one was there, no one witnessed it, you're giving one side or the other. I mean, I guess I'm giving one side by telling you that whoever told the story about the door being kicked down, that 100% did not happen, and that's from all sides, okay? And it was not a three-on-one whatever. I mean, dude, can we just wait until this thing is wrapped up and we've got, like, anyway. No, of course they can't. And also, do you have any more post- press conference fanfic that you'd like to let us know about because I didn't know that the young bucks were going and stomping through doors and there's all this other stuff that's uh that's come out have you read reddit for any other types of what's the most entertaining story most ridiculous story you've seen from this the young bucks kicking down a solid steel door are you sure to get inside with the head illegal behind them that is the funniest thing I heard in all of this I don't know. People wanted saying that they were grappling with Larry and all that other stuff too. Now it seems to they be were grappling with a dog. Well, like look, putting on everybody a has, everybody has had a field day with this. So I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Did you just you know justify it by talking about it on the radio? Something that's so completely ridiculous and so easy to shoot down. And has been shot well, here, down. You know, here's, I mean, here's you, the thing. You just go and give credence to it. I want to say this because I'm I'm a fair man. Listen, there are a lot of things about the brawl where there are, in fact, different stories, okay? I'll give you an example. Larry the dog was in the room, okay? There, there, there are stories out that Kenny Omega was attempting to rescue Larry the dog, okay? But I have also heard that, in fact, it was Mega who rescued the dog. Okay. It was it was a melee. It could have been one. It could have been the other. It could have been both. But bro, I don't know. Okay? That is something that is in dispute. 
And maybe we'll know, maybe we won't. I don't know what. And, and honestly, that doesn't have anything to do with what happened. I mean, somebody rescued the dog, but it is in dispute who actually rescued the dog. Different people who were there had different people rescuing the dog, okay? But nobody had the door being kicked down. That's my point. There are certain things here that are in dispute, and there are other things that aren't in dispute, yet somehow these stories are out there. So, no, I don't know who saved Larry the dog. I say I'm looking at the chat right now. The wrestling news cannot confirm that Larry the dog was suspended. So we're going to have to wait a little later on. Hopefully Dave's got an update on that. Well, I can tell you that Larry the dog was not suspended because Larry the dog was not under contract. (laughs) But he's not going to be allowed. You know, they're not going to pick him up. That would be like if they suspended me. Even if he brings his gear, they're not going to let him in the building anymore. Would he have been able to get out of the stump puller easier than you? Oh, you wouldn't have gotten the stump puller on the dog. I can tell you (laughs) that much. Oh, my. So here's the deal, everyone, as we get back from the break. They did strip CM Punk of the championship. They did strip the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega of the trios titles. We already have new trios champions, and we're in the middle of a tournament that will wrap up at Arthur Ashe. And uh, at that point, um, we'll find out who the new champion is and where they go. And I'll talk about more details after the break Observer Live. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sumbervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, uh, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and uh, CM Punk have all been stripped of their titles. And, of course, I mentioned stuff last night. And I picked... I didn't pick sides. I didn't pick sides. I said, I understand Punk being stripped. But I don't understand Kenny Omega and the Bucks being stripped, necessarily. And it's not because I picked sides... It's because CM Punk has a torn triceps surgery. He's not going to be out for, I don't know when he's going to come back. I mean, if nothing had happened, if nothing had happened Sunday at the presser and afterwards, then uh, apparently we have no audio on Twitch, so whatever button we got to push for that one. We'll be back soon, everybody. I got it. Back up on Twitch. Good. Are we good now? No sound? No. All right. It's Thursday, y'all. Well, anyway. So, uh, my, my, <laughs> should I start over again? Yes. Poor audio listeners are like, screw these video nerds. Okay, listen. 
I said yesterday that I understood Punk being stripped, but I didn't understand the Young Bucks and Kenny being stripped. So, of course, everyone freaked out, but this is the point. CM Punk, if nothing had happened, if nothing had happened, if he won the title from Moxley, had a great press conference, there was no fight, nothing, Punk was still being stripped on Wednesday because he tore his triceps in the match, and he's out eight months, a year, I don't even know how long. So, I mean, it makes sense to strip him. Now, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, I mean, they might be back next week. They might be back the week after. So by stripping the Young Bucks and Kenny as well, that tells me that they have no timeline as to when this investigation is going to be wrapped up. And I know everybody just, oh, this should be done in a few days. Just interview everybody. Well, uh, it doesn't work like that. So you guys know how law and corporations work? This is not, I mean, here's the thing. It's not just, well, who was in the wrong, okay? Who, 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 this is probably going to be litigated and you don't want to screw this up. So uh, we may not see this investigation wrapped up for a while. And if it's not wrapped up for a while, you've got to strip the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega as well. Now, you could have done the interim thing again because they have set the precedent that, you know, if somebody can't defend the titles for one reason or the other, you create an interim championship. But apparently they've just decided that, uh, nope, they're all being stripped. And uh, we have new trios champions. The Death Triangle beat the best friends. So they won the trios titles, which means that Pac is now a uh, double champion. He's got the uh, All-Atlantic title as well. And they are doing a tournament to determine who will be the new champion and that person will be crowned at Arthur Ashe. So, you know, there's this whole situation has been a disaster. But if it ends up with a unified locker room and, you know, quite frankly, after everything that happened with Punk and the Moxley storyline and now this tournament, I mean, we have we may have a seven week stretch of one plus million viewers as a result of all of this, because we're going on three weeks now. It probably did a million last night, but I don't know. And then you've got two more weeks in Arthur Ashe where they're crowning a champion on free TV. I mean, you know, viewership-wise, this was an excellent thing that happened to them. And uh, I did hear that uh, they did a rah-rah speech last night before the show. And uh, the feeling that I got from people was that people felt good last night. Uh, felt united. Uh, this is behind them in a lot of ways. I mean, whatever happens, whatever happens, I mean, people feel, I don't know how to explain it really. It's not like they feel good about what happened because they don't. I mean, there were people Those guys got it out of their system. For those people that did not have skin in that game, did not have a real horse in that fight, they may agree or buddy around with one side more than the other. For a lot of people... Now that's out of the system. We had a meeting. The meeting didn't go anywhere. We have all that stuff that was leading up to this. Now, and I hate to say this because this is not the what you want in a corporate environment, but sometimes there are fights in locker rooms, and then it's over. They got it out of their system, and I think a lot of people are looking at it that way because legal's involved. This is all now above us. We can only concentrate on what we can do, and I think last night there were a lot of people – that showed out on that show last night, that stepped up and knew that we had to hit a home run last night. For things that were out of our control, the one thing we can control is how we are in the ring 
and how we carry ourselves. And I think there's a lot of people who are just, again, this weight and that drama and that fog, it may not be gone for good, but it's dissipated enough. Seeing more uh, in the chat here, and uh, this is going to be uh, the show where everyone goes, oh, Brian spent the whole show defending the Young Bucks. But I, I will I will address this here. So, And I heard this all day yesterday. I heard this all day yesterday. Punk was justified because the Young Bucks leaked all sorts of stuff to the press. Okay? So here's my question to everybody. What did the Young Bucks leak to the press? How would they know, Brian? You're asking a question that they well, you know no, they can't I, no, answer no, to. No. Well, I am asking I know where that, you're but, going. But... No, here's the, here's the thing. Listen, I am sure that CM Punk believes that the Young Bucks leaked stuff to the press. And if that's one of the reasons for the fight, I'm sure that he believed that. I'm sure he's not making that up that he believed that. But I've mentioned this a thousand times. I didn't get anything, anything about CM Punk and Colt Cabana or anything from the Young Bucks. And you know what, Mike? Somebody actually went back. And uh, do you know who the first person was to mention the rumors of Colt Cabana and CM Punk on this program? Who? It was you on a solo simp. Yep. Yep. What did I say, Brian? I I have no idea. And I'm not even blaming you. I'm, I'm pointing out, I'm pointing out that, like, by the time I even mentioned these rumors, fans, every single solitary person in the locker room, three quarters of Reddit, everybody had heard about this before I ever even mentioned it one time on the show. And you know what? I would bet that of that uh, of the hundred percent of the people that knew by the time I mentioned it, ninety five percent of them knew by the time you mentioned it. <laughs> like. And you know what I would have said if I'm if I'm trying to track back here, my mind was when everything went down, it was talking about hypothetically what the locker room, if you were on CM Punk's side, would say because I was talking about, I believe it was Friday, it would have been a Friday show, where I talked about everything. And I think the clip is up there on YouTube. I don't actually I don't know anymore if the clip is up there on YouTube from I believe it was like two weeks ago, where I just brought up, okay, if you're on Punk's side in theory, okay, this is what they're saying. This is what seems to be what they're saying. It was hypothetical, which I said multiple times. But, again, I think we've seen where this has gone here now, too, where, you know, I it just, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure when it comes to, like, how you started this show with, like, you, you, I... I I have missed the attacks on you. I know you've gotten your your cojones busted here, but obviously this is annoying the hell out of you because they had a show last night that we could be talking about in the grand scheme of things. How can you take what happened and apply it to the future here? The same way with Vince McMahon and that situation with what happened and all the fallout there. And okay, you got a bunch of lemons. What are you going to do with these lemons now? You're going to make lemonade or are you just going to squeeze them in your own eyes and stumble around in the dark? So, well, I will talk about it, but I always save that for the final segment. So I have a full 14 minutes to recap all of it. Uh Uh-huh. Not a conspiracy here. I always wait. Well, you want me to do some news, some unrelated news? Well, Raw did well. 
2.09 million. No, I mean, I would first, like to hear you keep going after your enemies. Obviously, you got enough ops out there that you have, I have got to get this off your chest that you did not hear from the young bucks. So. I didn't. I didn't. I swear <laughs> to God. Everybody knew why, about then, this. Why are you fighting so hard against this? If you didn't, just tell these people you didn't, Brian. You cannot try to change somebody's mind who doesn't want it to be changed. You cannot help well, out ignorant people. You're right. You're absolutely right. But I can a, at least tell everybody the truth so that the people that aren't, uh, I don't know what term I want to use. So the people that have more than a walnut for a brain will at least actually know the truth. <laughs> Golly. I've given both sides of this story. As accurately you keep as I saying possibly that. You keep can. You having to qualify that, and I think the I know, more that you do it, because I'm irritated. The more people are the... telling me I'm only telling one side. I've literally told both sides. I told both sides of the dog for crying out loud, <laughs> which, for all I know, might even be the same side. Maybe they were throwing the Larry back and forth and trying to get him out of the room. I don't know. I'm trying to tell you both sides of this situation here, and I'll tell you feel... one side for sure. I did not hear any of this from the young bucks. I didn't either. Now, if they'd named it the Alvarez driver, I would have asked him. <laughs> but they didn't, so I didn't. Are you taking strays from Dave? Is that what some of this is about? No. It's just... I'm trying to stall until the next commercial guys so I can actually uh, recap the Dynamite show. I don't think anybody <laughs> well, cares about the Raw ratings. It did well, everybody. NXT 684 did a good job. No one cares about that news. Well, Dan Ventrell... After the last big issue that came up with another company, I guess, is being inserted into the position, the former uh, vice president or president of the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, apparently, if Mark Davis never said that he was. But he went to the NFL on behalf of a lot of women there and about the whole the rest of the office about the culture that needed to change. And he was fired for that. And the NFL went and investigated. The Raiders had to make some changes that they're doing on their own. So if you're trying to like make an impact, he's probably a really good guy to bring into the fold right now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, wrestling. Don't say anything. I'm doing the Dynamite Report. No, come on. Don't it you have anything up. you want to get out about the Queen? It opened up with uh, Tony Khan, actually. And uh, it was very interesting because the moment they put him on the screen, everybody booed. And uh, people have been wondering, why'd they do that? What's going on? Well, oh, the I Young think, Bucks tell you that? I think it's obvious why he was booed. He was booed because they were in New York. 
And the moment everyone saw his face, they thought, this is MJF's rival. And so they started booing. And then he immediately announces, the world title is vacant. And everyone cheered. They cheered his decision. And then he announced that uh, the trio's titles were vacant. He announced that the titles would be def- uh, decided tonight. Everybody cheered. And then he talked about how the uh, singles title would be uh, uh, determined at, at uh, Arthur Ashe, and they booed. They wanted it tonight. But uh, that's how the whole thing began. And then out comes MJF. And he is, gets a hero's welcome. He's cheered. He's People go nuts for him. And uh, in fact... And I'm going to need some time tonight. So, Brian and Vinny Show, WrestlingObserver.com. The storyline is that he wants to win the AEW title and take it to WWE. Because WWE is better. So he cuts his promo and then, thank God, old John Moxie comes out. And he ain't taking any of this garbage. And he tells this bloke, you better get out of here right now or... And uh, MJF makes the wise decision and gets out of there. And then John Moxley cuts this promo. Just this guy, this guy. Hopefully Dave can pony up for a real plaque when he wins Wrestler of the Year again. He cut this promo about this company needs to be saved. I want the ball. I'm going to, I mean, I can't do it. Just go watch it. The announcers are marking out. The fans are losing their minds. Absolutely, ten-star promo by John Moxley, and he's coming for that title. Should just gave it to him right there. Damn right. Everyone in the tournament should just like lay down. But anyway, then we had the Death Triangle against the Best Friends for the AW World Trios title, and uh, the Best Friends were defeated by the Death Triangle. They did all sorts of all sorts of nuttiness. Triple Canadian Destroyer spot at one point. And finally, Black Arrow on Chuck Taylor for the win. So, uh, Pac now a double champion here in uh, AEW as a result of what happened at that press conference. So, place went absolutely out of their minds for this opener. Then, again, we had a women's match in the first hour. Tony Storm faced Penelope Ford. It didn't have a lot of heat. I would not say in any way it was a fantastic match, but I have been uh, very critical of Penelope Ford. I thought she looked much better in this match against Tony Storm. DDT finish, and that was it. No uh, no tease who's next, no call-out, nothing. 2.0 will be facing Action, Bronson, and Hook coming up here in two weeks. That was a segment. <laughs> Acclaimed came out with a live mic. Everybody was so excited, but Swerve interrupted. And Swerve is now, they've gone, by the way, no Keith Lee. I don't know where he was, but they've gone full heel. And they're building up to the match. The rematch is at Arthur Ashe. Heel, Swerve in our glory versus Babyface Acclaimed in the Acclaimed hometown. Dude, that's a tough act to follow, that pay-per-view match. But they're going to try. And I presume it has to be. A title change, which would mean two title changes, by the way, on one show. But I guess we had that here as well. We had a Jericho Appreciation Society promo. Jericho basically told Daniel Garcia, uh, you weren't there for the celebration Sunday. Because, of course, Daniel Garcia said you could you can win without cheating, but Jericho cheated. And so Jericho goes, well, you can win that uh, that pure title tonight, but 
We ain't going to be there. Wardlow destroyed Tony Nese. Then cut a promo saying, I read on the internet people think that, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I forget the term they used, but, you know, the uh, momentum is stalled. He has vowed to regain the momentum. And the problem is, the only way for him to regain the momentum is to build him up for something bigger. And uh, unless he's going for the world title, which he's not, I mean, I don't know how you give him momentum back by just having him come out and do the exact same thing every week. So he did the promo, but I don't know what their plan is. Brian Danielson, Hangman Page. Dude, great match. Went through two commercial breaks. I think it went uh, something ridiculous, like 19 minutes, 26 minutes, something crazy. And uh, Danielson's great. Hangman did great. Hangman goes for the uh, buckshot. Uh, Danielson avoids it. O'Connor roll with a bridge, pins him, moves on in the tournament. This awesome professional wrestling. We had a great Jungle Boy promo. So, uh, you know, at the show Sunday, Christian came out in a giant brace, didn't even do a match, and uh, I speculated that he was injured. And then later I was told that he was injured and would be uh, requiring surgery. But uh, none of this was ever announced by AEW. And then here on this this pre-tape, Jungle Boy just randomly says, go get your little surgery. Okay. Must have listened to my show. But anyway, uh, he's going to target Luchasaurus in the meantime and uh, take out that big lizard. Going to make him go extinct. A Stokely Hathaway promo where he celebrated winning the poker chip. And then some bloke tried to uh, wrap him up. And so uh, they wrapped him up. Rampage! I guess we'll have to have uh, my buddy do that one. Dynamite, we got Danielson, Jericho next week. John Moxley, Darby Allen, Sammy in a... Uh, or it's a one or the other. Whoever uh, wins on Dynamite faces John Moxley in the tournament. And then Grand Slam, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. And that led to the main event, which was Daniel Garcia in his hometown, Buffalo Boy, against uh, Wheeler Yuta for the ROH Pier title. And uh, as I said last night, my only criticism is these fans were not into these rules. They just wanted to see these guys fight and their guy win. And so by the end, they're like, uh, Wheeler Yuta lost a point on a rope break. The fans are like, boo! We don't care about rope breaks! But, man, they had a great match. Fans were super into Daniel Garcia. He kept going for his, uh, uh, what's he call it, the uh, Dragon Tamer. Dragon Tamer. Goes for it over and over again and finally gets in the middle of the ring. Wheeler Yuta taps out. Daniel Garcia's won the championship in his hometown. Place goes crazy. They're all freaking out. Brian Danielson comes out. He straps the belt around Garcia's waist. He shakes his hand. And the final shot is Chris Jericho coming out, and he's furious. What are you doing? So uh, this builds up the uh, Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho match, which is next in the tournament, rematch from the pay-per-view. Builds up the uh, Garcia, Jericho, Brian Danielson storyline. Where is uh, Daniel Garcia going to end up? And uh, overall, given and here's the thing with this show. Here's the thing with this show, everybody. Tony likes a plan tony likes to book long term sunday messed everything up and so he had to come out here on wednesday and he had to do something that he hasn't had to do a lot and he needs experience in 
And that is find a way to pivot. And I thought that uh, overall, top to bottom, booking-wise, I thought he did an excellent job pivoting on this show. It felt like a hot show. There was not one CM Punk chant on this entire show. There was no Elite, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, CM Punk, A-Steel, none of them. And it felt like a hot program. You have, you still have tons of big stars. You've got a direction. I thought he did an excellent job on this show. I agree. Three and a half days ago, you know, it was just nothing but carnage and chaos taking place. We have three wrestling shows that take place, including a pretty controversial finish for some people with Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And then by Sunday at 2 o'clock in the morning Eastern time, Nobody remembered any of it because of everything that took place. And here's all of his plans getting balled up and thrown into the trash can. He's got legal issues. He's got personnel issues. All of these headaches that have been, he thought maybe could be behind him after a great pay-per-view. Nope, that's not the case. It just got worse. So pressure can create diamonds. And I thought that was a shining show last night. I don't like the constant countdown clock with MJF and WWE I get it. I don't like it. But last night it did serve a purpose for anybody that was looking for non-in-ring drama. They got it last night. They weren't going to get it with CM Punk and them talking about any of that stuff that took place. But you got a little bit of it with MJF. His promo was outstanding. How he came out there, how he controlled the crowd. He mocked Punk a little bit, you know, putting himself up against the gate and going in there and all that stuff. So you got a little bit of a taste of it. But I thought it was excellent. And then Moxley goes in there. Dusty Rhodes was, you know, chosen by the people. And I'm not saying that John Moxley is Dusty Rhodes. I'm not. But he's got that same sort of feel where the people just like him. They've always liked him. People look at him as a real dude. They can believe in him. They can feel his struggles and everything that he's gone through. That was the whole part of last year with him and then getting clean, all that stuff. People related to this dude, much like Eddie Kingston, people related to him, and they have chosen him. And he has picked up the banner, and obviously with the promos that he's been cutting about how he feels about that place, he's your man. Maybe Hangman Page was going to be that at one point. Maybe he can still be that down the line. Maybe dangerous, whatever. John Moxley is the heart and soul, and for right now, the future of, of, of AEW. And he was outstanding last night. To start with that trios match, that was awesome. People got what they wanted. I thought all that was good. Penelope Ford, like you mentioned, does look a little bit better. And we got the women's champion on the program. Simple match. I wonder if Wardlow may actually start crossing paths with Stokely Hathaway since he's acting as such a bully. And you have a number of people that, in theory, Wardlow could get to in a feud against W. Morrissey or against an Ethan Page or something like that. So I wonder about that. And I also wonder about, with the dynamic that's playing out here with Brian Danielson and the Blackpool Combat Club and their lust to get Daniel Garcia back to the pro wrestling side, that Wheeler Yuta, who, if I'm not mistaken, I think pushed Daniel Bryan or, or vice versa with Danielson, kind of like rolled out of the ring and he was gone. So I wonder... As Garcia starts to come over to the other side, if we don't see Jericho do something where he starts taking Wheeler Yuta away from the Blackpool Combat Club and you go ahead and you do a double switch that way. 
So we'll see. You know, I again, I just thought last night the crowd was great. Daniel Garcia, I thought that match was great. West Side Gun going out there. Either, you know, you like hip-hop or you don't. You like Griselda or you don't. You know, for those that do, that was a great moment. And, and kind of wild to see him on TV. At the same time, we're getting an Action Bronson match with, with 2.0 and with Hook in Queens. So, you know, I'm not saying that things are rosy right now because they certainly are not. But when you just look at the in-ring products of both AEW and WWE, if they can get out of their own ways, and obviously AEW right now needs to do a lot more than WWE, but if they can get out of their own way, you know, you can't control what people say. You can't control what people do in a locker room or, or away from you, but you can control what happens in that ring. And I thought they gave everybody what they wanted last night. This person here says, uh, let's get some of these messages here. The first message person says, I hear the music. Isn't it time for a commercial? Yes. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Zipper, VV, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, we got a lot to get into tonight. Brian and Vinny show. We'll talk all about AW Dynamite and NXT 2.0. Good old Vinny's thoughts. And uh, yesterday we had a figure four daily, filthy four daily with Tom Lawler, where uh, for all of you that don't like me, good show for you. Tom bragged incessantly about his victory over me. So if you want to hear about something that's not CM Punk and the Young Bucks and a locker room brawl, that would be a good show for you to listen to. Filthy Get, Ford Daily with Tom Lawler. Going to air any grievances tonight uh, with, with Granny or uh, on any of this stuff? Does she have any thoughts on not any on of this tonight, stuff? Not on tonight, you geek. Oh, Thursday. Oh, Where have okay. you been, dude? But I have no grievances. I have no grievances to air. No, not at all. I'm a very calm man. I'm going to go make some tacos. Go to my child's uh, orientation for school. I'll say this. You know, if it wasn't for all this stuff, you'd be in a lot better mood now that you're actually eating carbs again. I'm not eating carbs again. What are you talking Just about? Just meat. Just meat? What do you have, a meat taco? Bruh, tonight? I'm a machine, okay? I did eat a little bit after that match was over. But I'm back on that wagon again. La Machina. Yes. But we are out of time. I'm going to wrap Thank it up God. for today. Thank God is right. should take tomorrow off. But I'm not going to. You know why? Because I am a professional. So thank you all for listening. Talk to you all next time. <laughs> Wrestling Observer Live.
You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.